Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. For this edition of Veterans Corner, host Bill Hodges welcomes in Chad Cronister, Sheriff of Hillsborough County, Florida. Sheriff Cronister is an enthusiastic trailblazer in the repair of lives corrupted by war. He is deeply committed to helping veterans who have come into contact with the law return to being useful citizens. You'll hear information on the new veteran section of the jail and how it is centered on helping the vet in conjunction with other agencies to return to a productive life. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. I'm so happy you're with us, and remember that whether you're listening to this over the air on one of our FM stations, or as a podcast, You have to have a paper and pencil ready because we'll have phone numbers and web addresses you'll want to have written down. By the way, it's also a great idea to have others in the family listening with you, if at all possible. Today, my guest is Chad Cronister, sheriff here in Hillsborough County, and we've got some really unique things going on in this county, and it's because this man saw a need. Sheriff Cronister, I'm excited to have you here talking about our veterans. It's always a pleasure being on your program, Bill. I tell you what, uh, what, what an informative and entertaining program that you always put out to your folks. Well, my goal is to make sure that my veterans and their families have a resource that they can go to and look at, not just now, but with the podcast, be able to go and get the library. Well, with more veterans living here in Hillsborough County than anywhere else in the state, you have a great audience. I think we're third in the country. Yes, we, we are. I, I think we're, we're just over third, so you're exactly right. Last time we talked about, and I want to recover it because so many people maybe didn't hear that first broadcast. So let's talk about what you're doing with the pods. That, that kind of, when I hear the word pod, I think of something like uh, aliens. But it's kind of neat what you've got. And it's almost twofold. You know, we're, we're almost a model for the country. We have a veterans court set up, which are able to divert a lot of our veterans and a lot of people around the country come to see how we're doing it here. So I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention how well that's working. If you still find yourself in one of our detention facilities, like you said, we wanted to be forward thinking. We wanted to do more for our veterans. They're, they're overlooked. When you hear a veteran talking about, I have an issue, Uh, whether it's mental health, it's physical, whatever it may be, and it's today, and they get an appointment for December 24th. 
you know, they need help now. So we yes. wanted to we wanted to do something more in our county to be more of that acute care provider. So what I did is take a pod. Now our detention facilities separated into different pods, which are our housing units. We took one and completely- Is that the old word we used to say, cell block? Yes, yes, different okay. cell, cell blocks, much fancier in uh, today's detention facilities now. But we took one and we redid it. And it was just for our veterans. Every vet has a flag, whatever branch of service they, they were uh, enlisted in, that they, they, they participated in. And then we have the different murals up on the wall. And, and, and you know, uh, we mentioned this before. It doesn't matter how bad of a day you're having and what's going on in your life. The second you, you bring up someone's service to our country, what happens? they immediately get a smile because they're immediately taken back to that sense of pride. So that's first and foremost is to instill that pride back in these individuals. Hey, listen, you've gone through a lot, but you're still that prideful, important person that you've always been. That's the first thing that that we build there. And then it goes into all the different programs because they have to agree to, to come into that pod entering into programs. And it's from different programs to how to balance a checkbook, all the way up to some of our mental health programs. Oh, really? This is new from when we first talked. Oh, yeah. And that, we've expanded it since then. You know, we've had 130 inmates coming through this veterans uh, training program that we have now. And, and, it's, and it's, been, it's been absolutely phenomenal. i tell you what, the first two graduations that I went to, I was going to get emotional just like some of the inmates were. They felt like they had a purpose again. They felt like they, like they had an opportunity, a second chance. And that's what we wanted to give them. We wanted to prepare them so when they had this second chance, they could make the most of it. So the first part was to, to, to get some programs, get them healthy. Some needed some mental health training. PTSD is a very real thing. We teamed up with the University of South Florida and some other um, services, um, the Crisis Center of Tampa Bay, to make sure that these individuals we're getting the best, latest, and greatest treatment on PTSD. And it didn't cost a penny. These, these individuals, the, the USF and the Crisis Center, were volunteering to provide these services. So we wanted to get them healthy. Part of being healthy then was also some, some of them were addicted to drugs because what happens is that they don't have a case manager, so they were turning to illicit drugs to get that relief that they needed, yes. that desperate help. So we have the only and first, and this isn't me being arrogant, the only and first state certified drug rehab center right here in our detention facilities here, here in Hillsborough County. Wow. That so, is a move forward. I, the things you're mentioning, Clara over there with the crisis center, Julianne Holt with the public yeah. defender's office, Judge Shante, we have a seamless thing going on in this county that nobody has in the rest of the county, rest of the country, I should say. You're, you're exactly right. And it's seamless because everyone is such a great partner. It, it, everyone has to, from the chief judge down the public defender, state attorney, everyone has to sign off on this. And then you bring in your, your, your nonprofits that just make such a tremendous positive impact in our community, like Clara Reynolds with the Crisis Center. So, you know, we wanted to focus on getting them healthy and then providing them some basic skills. Like I mentioned and alluded earlier, balancing a checkbook. 
And, and now we, have, we offer 41 educational programs, a variety of educational programs. And then we wanted to take it to the next level. So uh, three months ago, we just opened up our vocational trade center. This is where they can go, and it's taught through Irwin Technical School and Hillsborough County Public School System. They come in, they can learn uh, basic automotive mechanic. They can learn how to operate a forklift, and they're getting certified. When they leave, they have a piece of paper. Um, there's a basic welder's course and, and a contractor's course. So when they leave, they have a piece of paper, and they can go get, not only are they healthy now, now we're going to help them and help provide them uh, a skill set and, and be that conduit to get them gainful employment. You know, I was talking with a young man in Michigan this morning, and he's a great guy. And we were talking, he's a vet, and we were talking about things that are harming a lot of our young vets coming back. And this kind of program should be all across the country. I hope it is. I, I hope our nation realizes that we're the greatest nation on, on the planet because of our vets. And we have to take care of them. So putting them in jail because they're suffering isn't going to fix anything. I knew we wanted to do more. So we wanted to take this holistic approach to actually fix them. Let's help them. Let's fix them. Let's make them better. Again, at that next opportunity they're going to have so they can make the most of it. You know, let's go back to some of the classes they have to take while they're in your pod. When they're brought in, they're sorted because they're veterans. Well, they're brought in, they go in the general population, and then they're immediately advised that, hey, you're a veteran, um, you're eligible for this program. They can sign up for it, and then they're transferred, like their permanent housing would be in this pod. I tell you what, uh, another exciting part I have to talk about is the veterans help teach each other. Not only are they there to help their fellow brother through some of this, this mental health crisis that they're, or the addiction crisis that they're facing. But they actually teach the course. When I went in a couple of weeks ago, one of the veterans who had been in there for quite some time now, he was teaching the basic uh, checkbook uh, balancing course. So we actually get the veterans involved. We say, listen, what appeals to you? We want to get you guys more vested in, in the educational process what type of programs would you like to see? What type of programs would you like to teach? And then our three program coordinators work with them, help develop a curriculum and a syllabus, and then they're able to teach it to the other inmates. So this isn't always people coming in from the outside. This is them helping each other, and I think that really helps with that recovery process. I would like to see that all across the country also. I tell you what, I'm excited. We need to get on the calendar. I want to take you in there. I, I want you to see this. It's one of these programs we can talk about, but you have to see it with your own eyes. I'm telling you, the hair on the back of your neck will stand up knowing the camaraderie, the, the healing that's happening in there. You walk out of there. Uh, I took Russell Rhodes from Fox 13 with me, and I showed it to him. He cried all the way from the veteran's pot out, out to his car. He was so overwhelmed with emotion. Oh, I, I think I feel the same way. I really do, because what I'm seeing coming out of Shantae's court is a culmination of everything that you, the crisis center, public defender, and his court is doing. And they have under a 10% recidivism rate. I mean, that's unheard of. That's what we have to break. So we, the, to combat that, we worked with uh, some local mental health facilities here. We get them healthy, we get them stabilized. But then when they leave here, they have, they have no help. Well, they have that appointment six months from now at the Veterans Hospital. And I'm not, I'm not blasting 
our, 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 our healthcare system. We all know that needs to be fixed and, and better, but we will work through some grant programs to give them options to be able to continue that care. If they're halfway between one of our educational programs, there's grants available that they can continue after they get out. So it's not like, hey, whatever you get has to be in here. No, we want to continue to promote their well-being moving forward. So we've gotten grants to, to help move, move them forward. You know, you, you touched on something that's very important to me, is that our guys go in the military, and gals both, they go in the military, and they break. I mean, six, seven times to Fallujah or one of these other countries. Coming home, nobody cares. The war's, what war? Is there a war? I don't know, but what, oh, you were in Afghanistan. Well, I, I know that's somewhere. Yeah. And these people break, and many of them come out with less than an honorable discharge. And those folks don't get any help from the VA at all, which to me is wrong. It, it is wrong. It's the part that breaks your heart. And I tell you what, when you talk about the recruitment shortage that law enforcement agencies are facing all across this country, well, there's no better recruit to come serve your community than a vet. Well, that's another thing your department has done. We, we've worked hard out of, the, out of all, we've hired double what we hired the year before. 23% of what we hired have, have been veterans. And I tell you what, they do a phenomenal job. They're already familiar with the chain of command. Um, they're already familiar with the teamwork. They're already loyal, dedicated. They don't need a lot of motivation. Give them that little instructional block on the law enforcement versus the military rules of engagement. And I tell you what, they do phenomenally well. And our, our community our Hillsborough County community is safer, stronger, and better because of the veterans that are a part of, of our workforce here. You know, it, it's exciting. I'm, I'm sitting here doing this on Zoom. People won't know that because they're hearing this on the radio, and they don't realize we can see each other while you're doing it. But the enthusiasm on your face. <laughs> and, and, right and right, your right, back, and right back at you, too. You're just truly so excited about this. And I just wish every public official out there had that same excitement for what they do because we're doing some exciting things. What a great platform to be able to make a difference. And, and yes, I, I tell you what, I'm, uh, I, I admit that I'm biased. My mom was a single mom. She worked three jobs just to keep you know, food and a couple pairs of clothes that we had to wear. My grandfather raised me. My grandfather was a World War II platoon sergeant. He was a Marine until the day he died. <laughs> And, and I always tell people whenever I get a chance, I'm the man I am. I'm the person that I am. I chose this profession that I chose because of him. I pray, pray all the time. I still talk to him. He, he died when he was 97 years old. Wow. And I tell you what, he still had all his wits. His body just gave, he, it, it gave up and all the stories. But when you hear the different stories and growing up with it, how can we not take care of our veterans? And, I, and I'm in a I'm in a, a extremely privileged position to be able to do it. Shame on me if I didn't take advantage of that opportunity. We've got about two minutes. And one of the things you mentioned earlier, and I'd like to just touch on, is the special training you're giving your deputies for PTSD, which I assume helps with any kind of crowd control or people are agitated. It absolutely does. We made it mandatory for every one of our, our, our members of the sheriff's office to go through an, an advanced 40-hour class on how to deal with individuals suffering from any type of mental health crisis. You have to be able to identify it if you're going to effectively be able to de-escalate the situation. Yes. 
And what has changed in this new training that we're offering is two things. One is a drug-induced mental health crisis because a lot of people are masking their, their, their symptoms with some type of illicit drug, maybe even alcohol. And then the, the, the second part of that is PTSD because we live, live here in Hillsborough County. So we had to show our deputies, hey, this is a real illness. Here's some identifying factors. Now here's some specialized training on how you're going to be able to de-escalate that situation. And I tell you what, it's no doubt that it's had a profound impact already in the way we handle and respond to mental health calls for service. And that's so important to talk about retraining and all the different defunding and all this, but it really comes down to what do you do with the money? Could you imagine someone having talks about defunding the military? You know how important training is in the military. Where's the money going to come from? These, these vital, one of, as a lot of programs, one's going to be this vital training. You have to stay progressive. You have to keep evolving to make sure you have the most professional deputies out here on the road providing that high-quality service that the residents in our community demand. Well, Sheriff Cronister, I have to tell you, I have just truly enjoyed the 15 minutes we've had together, and I hope that you'll come on again in the very near future because – I love the enthusiasm for our vets that you're showing, and I love to see the program continue to grow. Hey, listen, I always appreciate being on your program. Let's get together soon. Stay safe, everyone. And I really will. As soon as I can wear a mask and come down and see the facility, I want to do that. You let me know. I want to give you a tour myself. I'd love to do it. You let me know when it works. Well, one last thing. I want to say Crystal Clark. I want to thank her for all of the arrangements she made for me. 100%. We will always make it work. The schedule's been crazy. We'll always make it work, Bill. Thanks for being patient. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bill Hodges. This has been Veterans Corner with Chad Cronister, our sheriff here in Hillsborough County. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell you so often, because you are, you know. And we'll catch you on the next Veterans Corner. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.